Hello, clean freaks. Welcome to the first Don't Be Dirty podcast, the only podcast that teaches you all of the tips and tricks used by pro cleaners to get your home, Airbnb short-term rentals dirt-free, smell-free, and sparkling clean. My name is James Virgo, and I'm going to be your host today. And this is a very big welcome to the first episode of the Don't Be Dirty podcast. Um, today, I'll be talking with our social media specialist, Karina Chacon, about what everyone in the world is currently talking about, which is, drumroll please, or should I say vacuum please? Woo! The thing that everyone is talking about today, which is COVID-19. Uh, so, welcome. <laughs> Thank you so much for that introduction, James. Quite impressive. Uh, hi, Clean Freaks. So, it's obviously a pleasure for me to be here sharing Tidy's experience in the cleaning and disinfecting sector. I'm here to bring some knowledge from our pros. We have turned wannabe crimes to scene into a spotless living spaces. And I'm, I'm not exaggerating here. We have seen some things. Uh, the Tidy Squad has developed cleaning the chlorine and organizing strategies through time. We have learned. So... We're here to tell you everything about it. So, Pierina, I thought I would kick off by asking about the sort of things that you've seen in the last eight to nine months since the start of COVID-19. How has the world changed its view on cleaning since the introduction mm -hmm. of the virus, in your opinion? Well, I think the first thing to notice is, um, is how quickly the world changes that into towards cleaning. Basically, the whole world went within uh, a period of 48 hours from being okay with a sort of surface level cleaning to um, suddenly being really self-motivated and well-informed about the benefits of disinfection versus uh, spring cleaning. So essentially, people's expectations levels change uh, overnight. Sorry, I, uh, I just wanted to stop you there, uh, Perina. Mm -hmm. just, you said something that I actually didn't know the difference between myself until very recently, uh, which is the difference between disinfection and cleaning. Mm -hmm. uh, can you just elaborate a bit on that point and maybe tell me and whoever else is listening, what is the difference between disinfection, sanitization, and cleaning? Sure. Um, in common cleaning vernacular... <laughs> Uh, cleaning refers to the sort of uh, wipe it down comments. It's basically the removal of dust, debris, uh, and dirt or grease from a surface by scrubbing, uh, washing, and rinsing. So there is deep cleaning and spring uh, cleaning or regular cleaning. And the difference between those uh, or these is basically that is a more detail oriented and It requires more time and effort from those sustains, you know, um, that have been there for quite a while. But uh, those that don't come up basically doesn't don't, don't come up that easily or that quickly. Now, sanitizing reduces the bacteria, but it does not kill the occurrence and growth of bacteria, viruses, and fungi. And that's very important to understand. And disinfecting destroys or inactivates both the bacteria and viruses, in, which in this case will be COVID-19, identify on, um, the, uh, on the product's label, like uh, influenza. So that's why it's so important to as well read the labels of the products that we purchase. Of course, like now we use all disinfectants to uh, fight the virus. 
Okay, fascinating stuff, Rina. So that's, <laughs> I've always wondered why it was so important to read the labels. Uh, so can you maybe just tell us then, um, or tell, tell me or anyone else that's listening, like when actually, you know, in all seriousness, should we be using one or the other of these different types of, uh, different types of cleaning, the disinfecting or sanitizing? <laughs> well, um, sanitizing basically should only be applied to uh, food uh, contact surfaces, which is requires part of the food code. Uh, disinfection is appropriate for frequently touched surfaces, uh, like um, you know, light switches, handles, counter counters, and, and so on. So, putting this into a number. Um, because I want people to understand really the difference is that uh, the minimal level of effectiveness in a modern day disinfectant is a hundred percent kill. So um, again, if we if we put this into numbers, if we start with one million organism on a surface, then a disinfectant must kill a hundred percent of them. So zero left versus uh, a sanitizer only reduces the number of organisms down to um, a thousand, and it does nothing about the about the virus and the fungus. So, in short, disinfecting is more uh, a lengthy and effective process of using products uh, and letting those sit on the surface or uh, light switches uh, or the object that is being disinfected for. Uh, a minimum of five to 10 minutes. But again, I, I recommend to read the labels uh, before wiping it down. So I will strongly recommend to uh, look our blog posts in terms of the products we suggest you to buy and read the labels of, uh, of disinfectant or sanitizing products that you are currently buying. Many people there don't read it. Um, and I don't, I don't judge them. I mean, I don't read the instructions when I buy, uh, an Ikea furniture or anything like that. I always like to figure out myself. So I know when it comes for these things, people just don't, they just want to use common sense. Right. But in this case, you should be reading how to properly keep yourself and your family at a lower risk to get any, any virus. Uh, I really kind of stress enough, um, on that, that during this pandemic where we're currently in, you need to practice routine cleaning, sanitizing, and disinfecting in all surfaces that are frequently touched. It has to be part right now, sort of, of your life. Um, and, and if you can, you know, uh, or, or you don't want to do that, well, uh, you can always just uh, give us a call to the team. Uh, a roster of cleaners will definitely help you out. Um, also, now we are shortly entering the cold and flu season. That's important to mention. Um, so keep our homes clean and, you know, disinfect often will surely help you to, uh, to not get sick. I remember that when, um, I remember when I asked our pros, uh, they say basically that um, cleaning and disinfecting are part of a broad approach of preventing infectious diseases, which uh, I love when, when I heard that, uh, and I love when I heard this from one of our pros and one of our team members, because it, it could have made more sense now, you know? I get what you mean, exactly. So from what I understand, what I take away from uh, everything that you just said, is that basically there's two options when it comes to, ki uh, to killing germs. On the one hand, you've got sanitization, which means that yes. you're going to be lowering the levels of the germs. Correct. 
Um, and the second is that disinfecting means really destroying all of the germs on the surface. Yes, you got that right. <laughs> exactly. So I guess the, the the main thing that we're kind of getting to with that is that it's probably hard to explain to some property managers and homeowners that are in fact clean briefs themselves. Uh, but, you know, this process of sanitizing is just a longer process. There's no other way around it. Um, so if proper disinfection wants to be done properly and on a regular basis, then it's just going to be more time. That's basically it, right? Yeah, uh, there is no way around it. And uh, yeah, you, you get the point. Um, well, for in the case of like uh, homeowners, um, do you really need it, need it to do it every day? Uh, not really. Depends if you have a family or a friend over. Uh, I know some of you uh, probably, you know, are naughty and still, despite some of the restrictions, um, have someone over, I guess, over. So in this case, yes, you should, um, you should do this more on a regular basis in order to keep you safe and, and those that live with you safe uh, and also to help flatten that curve. But uh, for, for our property man- managers, like you mentioned, you know, it's, a, it's sometimes we just need more time in order to like do uh, the whole disinfection process uh, properly. And, and it's been a learning lesson for all of us, right? So um, now uh, with COVID-19, well, I, I, I just want to bring back a, a, an old experience that I have, my own experience that I got COVID <laughs> back in, um, I think, March time. I think, and I had to like self isolate. Um, if you are unfortunately living with someone infected back home, you should be doing this at least three times a day, disinfecting, uh, and lock that person in a room and pass them food behind the door. <laughs> um, I'm kidding. Well, like sort of, you know, it, it can be hard if you live with your girlfriend or your wife or like a roommate or you know someone that is basically like in a very like small apartment, right? So, and, and if you're in a tight budget, it's not easy uh, as going to a hotel or renting on Airbnb. Uh, if you have the possibilities, of course, you know, uh, we highly recommend that, but you can try to make an effort to keep yourself or any of your, the person that is with you, uh, uh, you know, in the same house or premises that, um, you know, try to disinfect us as frequently as possible those touching areas you know like light switches the areas that i mentioned previously and they use a mask and gloves i know it's like we repeated and people repeated it all over the time but uh it's important to just like do the effort you know yeah oh i remember when i was uh my girlfriend got uh covid19 also back in uh, around march time uh, oddly and um i remember doing i had to go in and do the laundry twice a day at the time we didn't really kind of know uh, so much about the virus itself, so I probably didn't protect myself in the way uh, that I should have. Uh, but it was a real hassle at the time, um, and of course, I lost that battle and I got infected as well. <laughs> uh, but um, if I knew, if I'd really been kind of more aware about the necessity to wear gloves and masks, uh, and uh, and to yeah, not to, to limit the contact more. Uh, with her, uh, then uh, probably I, I possibly could have uh, could have avoided it. Um, but yeah, the government guidelines have come in really useful in terms of cleaning, um, but at least uh, in my opinion. I don't know how you and the rest of the team feel about that, uh, and if the government have really 
have really helped. Like from my point of view, like I said, it kind of really raised some awareness for me about the dangers uh, and what to do uh, with COVID-19. But how have you guys handled that? Uh, well, the government guidance have been really great. Uh, I think we have learned as well. We have learned with them. So same as everyone. Uh, figuring out what the best practice is, but of course, uh, with the guidelines and uh, the issues or concerns from our property managers or homeowners, uh, that they had point along uh, within this time, uh, we have came out with like some practical solutions. Yeah. So yeah, I think that's that's. Um, I think there will always be things that get overlooked, especially with the rules being so much in flux uh, at the moment. And the best thing to do really is to learn from kind of like a practical experience. The guidelines are there, uh, but there are some things that, you know, because the rules change so quickly um, and they're, you know, for example, in Montreal this month, they're they're very tight. Um, But then I was speaking with a buddy of mine over in New York last week and I was watching uh, on the the web uh, webcam, I was watching three armies of construction workers going in and out of his house, all unmasked. Wow. Um, yeah. Uh, so I think it's at a time when the government rules are definitely something the cleaners have to stay abreast of, but also where they need to learn from their their own experience. And I think <laughs> probably at this point, I speak for the entire planet when I say, <laughs> let's hope we can get back to some sort of semblance of normality uh, by, I think people are saying kind of April next year. Yeah. Well, I, I can't predict that, obviously. But, uh, but yeah, I, I know... Um, you know, I might be romanticizing cleaning here, um, but if you really think about it, cleaning—it's um, an act of self-love, and it just says a lot about someone, right? Um, plus, try to work in a home and, and or in a mess right now that there's a lot of people working at home, you know, working from home. Um, Versus working in a, in, a, in a clean, like tidy place, uh, it, it makes such a difference. Mm-hmm. So taking that thought, like, you know, from where you saw like people like really like gearing up basically and, and, and trying to adjust to the new normal, um, it, it's still going to be up to like next year. So we better, you know, like learn uh, as best as we can from what we can do to just like, you know, try to prevent others to get infected. Mm, yeah, yeah that's a good uh, good way to end it. So I think that yeah, let's uh, let's let's leave it at that. So that brings an end uh, to our first podcast, our first first podcast, uh, first yes, podcast. podcast. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, as I said at the start, this is our very first episode. So please uh, bear with us. Uh, we'll get better with time. <laughs> uh, if you have any subjects that you would like us to address around the cleaning sector. Um, you can please drop us a line. You can email Purina at uh, Purina at tidyapp.ca. Um, or if you didn't manage to catch uh, how to spell her name. You can just send us a DM on Instagram. Yeah, and Purina will be happy to answer any and all of your dirty questions. <laughs> <laughs> don't, please don't think dirty. I mean, like, you know, don't be dirty. <laughs> <laughs> also, uh, wanted to say a massive thanks to all of the cleaners out there on the front line fighting the global pandemic. Um, you're all doing a sterling job at the moment Um, so until the next episode then clean freaks stay clean and remember (laughs) don't be dirty don't be dirty bye guys